Hi everyone. Uh, welcome to episode 35 of Unfiltered. Um, I'm sorry this is this episode was a little little late. Um, I just had a bunch of guests lined up and I wanted to like make sure I got everything everything set up and everything right and that took a bit more time. But um, this episode is about the gap year. So I did not personally take a gap year, but I have quite a few friends who did. And so I basically reached out to them um, and I, I conducted three different interviews with three different people and each one of them had quite a different gap year experience, I'd say. And so this has been super, super fun to record and I hope you guys enjoy. Um, And honestly, this episode is for anyone who's either thinking of taking a gap year or they're in the middle of a gap year or just for the general public if they're curious about what a gap year is like. Um, I know for me, I don't think I'm going to gap in college, but I am planning to gap after college. if I go to medical school, um, I would want a gap before. So that that that's kind of the plan. Um, but in terms of a song recommendation, I've been listening to a lot of Keshi. I don't know if you guys know this artist, but yeah, he's super good. And so I recommend um, the song Blue or Summer or Skeletons. Those are all really good. Um, and then what I'm excited for, well, first I got my first dose of the vaccination. Um, my arm kind of hurt, but I didn't really feel any si- any sort of like side effects. Um, and I got Pfizer and then I have to get the second dose in three weeks. So I'm really, I'm really excited about that because it's good to be safe. Um, and then I feel like I've just been doing a lot of really fun things in Boston. Like I went to the Museum of Fine Arts yesterday. Um, a couple of us are planning to go to the aquarium this this next Saturday. And that's just been super exciting. And then obviously last full week of classes. So let's go. Um, I feel like this semester has been such a drag, but um, I'm definitely looking forward to summer. Um, but yeah, I think that's going to wrap up the intro. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Um, and without further ado, let's get on to the first segment. Hi, everyone. I'm currently sitting next to Talia. Um, if you want to give a little introduction of yourself. Sure. Hi, everyone. I'm Talia. I am from Connecticut and from Hong Kong. I am a first year here at Harvard, and I intend on concentrating in government nice. on the data science track. Nice. <laughs> Classic Harvard intro. Um, and so you took a gap year. Yeah. Yeah. So I just... I feel like you did really cool stuff on your gap year. So I really wanted to bring you on and kind of ask you like what you did, what you learned um, in your experience gapping. But uh, first question I have is why did you gap? So there are quite a few factors in it. So I'll be frank, I am a waitlist kid. A lot of people here, there's such a stigma against like yeah. coming off the waitlist. But so I got off the waitlist and I decided that because I was notified late, I wanted to take a gap year just for myself Mm -hmm. and also to learn and to try out different things. Mm -hmm. Um, So a gap year was just the perfect idea for me. Nice. Um, Yeah. So if you just kind of want to give like an overview of of your gap year, like what you did, I think you did really cool things. So yeah. (laughs) Thank you. So I got to go home and spend some time with my mom in Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. And so over my gap year, I did two, three different things. So in the morning and the afternoon, I taught at two different programs. So one is a public school program where I taught English and English drama. In the afternoon, I taught this private specific drama program in English. And then at night, I was a bartender. Ooh, that's so cool. In Hong Kong, right? Yes, at this sweet pub called The Globe. Ooh, okay. <laughs> yeah. 
also go to Hawaii? I did go to Hawaii. So um, my cousin is in Hawaii. So I got to visit and do a bunch of things that gave my mom semi-small heart attacks. Oh, oh no. Like ride on the back of a motorcycle. <laughs> and almost get arrested. So oh for environmental activism, ladies that's, and gentlemen. I mean, that's a good reason. I feel like that's a legit reason. Yeah. <laughs> um. So would you, did you spend the majority of your gap year in Hong Kong? Yes. That's super cool. And you were living with your mom. Yeah. And then I was supposed to stay for a week in Hawaii, and then I stayed for a month. Dang. Where'd you stay? With my cousins, with my family. Oh, wait, that's so fun. What the heck? You just go to Hawaii, and you're like, oh, I want to stay longer. Just And then you were on a gap year. Well, so. the pro of, like, redeeming, like, getting, like, a redemption ticket that was – that I didn't pay much for <laughs> meant that – I couldn't get, I couldn't redeem like a two-way ticket. So gotcha. I just redeemed like a one-way and getting a one-way ticket means that you, you don't, don't have, have to come back. <laughs> Dang, that makes me want to take a gap year. Um, and then you said you taught, what did you teach? So I taught at like this local, so like our version of a public school. Mm-hmm. And I taught like the school curriculum for English and English drama. And then at, so cool. in the afternoon, I had more creative freedom and Mm -hmm. I taught drama that's so cool so wait are you like a theater kid I was a theater I was also a theater kid (laughs) oh gosh I did like two years of it and then I was like this is not for me (laughs) I transitioned so I did a bunch of acting just mainly Shakespeare and I was like this is might not be it for me and then Mm -hmm. I dived really deep into directing which really helped with the education side that's really really cool oh um and then was your gap year like I mean I don't know I was talking to Brandon and he was in Korea and then that got cut short because of COVID but was your gap year affected at all by COVID definitely I think when COVID first broke out we like outside of mainland China we were one of the first people to one of the first groups to actually feel the effects of COVID remember like the end of January everyone freaking out and trying to buy masks that's so early and things getting cut short Mm -hmm. and friends from home or like friends from here were like I can't believe it um mm. this is just like a you guys thing yeah, which turned into a global it's pandemic never gonna hit the U.S. exactly what? <laughs> um but because of like attitudes towards pandemics mm. and just diseases in general because of our previous experience with mm. it in Hong Kong I think things got to go back to normal quite yeah. quickly oh, that's, that's um weird. even though most of the things were done on zoom but there was still a bit of normality you could gotcha. still like go outside and yeah yeah that's fun um okay also I want to ask you about the gap year crisis <laughs> I think you and I was talking to to you and Amanda and I think you both were like oh yeah we both had the gap year crisis and I just want to know like what that entailed what your thought processes were at the time what was running <laughs> through your mind I think in taking a gap year, you have so much more freedom Mm -hmm. than you've ever had, especially being a student. Mm -hmm. And at the start of it, I was just worrying all the time, is this a worthwhile gap year? Mm -hmm. Am I I wasting time or am I going to fall behind because of this gap year? Mm -hmm. And throughout my gap year, I think I learned a lot and I met a lot of cool people. So Mm -hmm. it was worth it. But towards the end of the gap year, you get hit with another dose of the gap year crisis. Oh no. Which is like, (laughs) Am I ready to transition? Can I transition? Mm -hmm. Um, Will I be, will having taken like a gap year impact the way that I socialize or like Mm -hmm. the way that I'm with different people? Mm -hmm. Um, 
you just have more time to think and you get pretty deep into it. <laughs> um, I mean, did you feel, did you ever feel any, well, I feel like for you, you like went out and like did a lot of cool things, but did you ever feel any sort of maybe FOMO, like watching your friends go off to college and like you were just still at home? Definitely. I think it hits the hardest in like October. Okay. Because like end of September, or October, because at the start of the year, people are still getting used to college yeah. and you're still getting those like every day, every other day catch-ups with friends. Mm -hmm. And then you hit October and it's been like a week, two weeks. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it just looks, I don't know. I was quite excited for college. So mm -hmm. having to wait and like experience and like have my first taste of it be through someone else's stories was yeah. kind of rough. And gotcha. I also miss people. Yeah. So. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, was there ever sort of like a feeling of, oh, like what am I doing with my life? <laughs> yes. <laughs> To, not to say that like gappers are wasting their life because that's just not true at all but I think I, I walked into a gap my gap year with like a lot less of a plan than a lot of different people okay so I know people were like oh I'm going to do this program abroad mm -hmm. or I found a job and I'm I know exactly what I'm going to do mm -hmm. um I found I was like applying and interviewing for jobs up until August when I landed oh, okay both of my morning like teaching mm -hmm. gigs which mm -hmm. was amazing so mm -hmm. it was within like a three-day period and I was yeah. just over the moon and then the bartending thing just came along I was That's like so joking cool. um the drinking age in Hong Kong is 18 mm -hmm. so I was of legal age <laughs> yeah and I was just joking with um a friend of mine who like also works at a bar and he was like you should join and you should like you should try this out too so really impromptu mm -hmm. sign up mm -hmm. and then that's took so my cool. test got my license nice. and then started bartending Wait, how long did it take for you to learn how to make everything so i think it's a time commitment thing okay. so for us our test is that you need to learn how to make uh, quite an assortment of drinks mm -hmm. and then you're like an octopus during the test oh, okay and yeah. you i think you get like is it 30 drinks in an hour you need to make oh or is it a little bit less than that um and the your examiner will just sit in front of you and taste the drinks and make sure that the proportions are right yeah that's so cool what the heck yeah so that was the anxiety in that was so <laughs> crazy because even if you got the proportions right but like your face or like you just didn't look like you're mm, sure yeah you have to be confident they would like analyze you a little bit more and Whoa. like ask you specifically what you put in it that's like, interesting oh <laughs> shoot okay um hmm so I guess like back to the gap year crisis thing. So you had it a little bit in October and then it like kind of went away and then it came back at the end because you were like, oh shoot, am I ready for college? Well, yeah. And I think during the breaks when okay, yeah. people come home from college and they tell, like, talk to you about like whatever cool seminar okay. or the clubs mm -hmm. or the people mm -hmm. they've met and you're just like, yeah, yeah I've kind of done something similar, but, <laughs> but it's quite yeah. different. So, um, All right. So... What did you learn during your gap year? Or like, what, what do you think like the impact that the gap year had on your life is, if there was an impact? Deep questions. It is, sorry. It is, it's a loaded, but it's a really good question. So props to you. Um, let's see. I think that I'm a lot more sure of myself. I'm quite yeah. a bit more confident. Yeah. Um, I've been, during my gap year, there were just so many circumstances in which I wasn't prepared for it, but I just had to send it. That's mm -hmm. the best way of putting yeah. it. Um, and that really comes down to confidence and 
um, the way that yeah, the con your confidence and let's see the way that you approach problems. Mm -hmm. That even though it might not be right if you approach it and you're super genuine, you yeah. actually want to learn and you give it your all. Yeah. It tends to pay off. Okay. Well, but I you love that. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that. You also get really thick skin because you're learning a lot of things for the first time. I think my first day behind the bar, I was like ready to make drinks. And then I was not ready for all the conversation. Oh, okay. I was not ready for the emotional baggage. The emotional baggage. <laughs> people carry at bars. I was not ready to clean the bar at night Ooh. afterwards. No. And this is not just wiping down the table. This is getting dirty. <laughs> yeah. Some other surprise substances. But um, yeah. Oh, shoot. <laughs> but let me see what else we learned. Um, you spent a lot of time by yourself, right? Yeah. How was that? At first, it was really challenging. Yeah, because I feel like the juxtaposition between that and college is so stark. Yes. In college, you're like constantly around people. And it's so it's so much fun. I think it's definitely like time for me to reflect mm -hmm. um, and to do a lot of the things that like I set aside because I, quote unquote, didn't have enough time back then. Mm -hmm. um, got a little bit spiritual, Ooh, um, okay. got quite a bit into like self-care and like meditation because yeah. I realized for high school, I was just running and running and running nonstop and mm. having that break and having the time That's to think so about nice. it. I realized that like, oh. it wasn't a really sustainable way yeah. of doing things. I feel like I need that right now. I need <laughs> that break. I, I do too. Yeah. Um, and just knowing when I'm at my limits and I have to yeah. give it a rest. That's good. That's really good. I feel like, well, I guess, do you think, um, I mean, because obviously like when COVID hit and stuff and like we were on quarantine, like we were spending a lot of time with ourselves. Um, like how was that period? Because your gap year like also included that. Yeah. That quarantine period. I, a lot of people were like, oh, you lost, you essentially had like half a gap year. And I would kind of argue against that. I had a very different gap year to okay. like what I expected yeah. in that um, when everything went online, the school that I worked at had us pre-record lessons. So I would work really hard over the weekends oh, so and maybe one of the weekdays. Um, and then I would just take off. So um, but about myself, I love the outdoors. I like um, the wilderness. I like animals. Mm -hmm. um, and I would just like disappear in the wilderness so for a bit. awesome. What did you do? So I hiked this like 100km, not quite sure what that is in miles trail oh, alone. Yeah, called the Maclehose. You um, hike that alone? Yes. Yeah, so you need like a pack, you need a tent, you need like a water filtration system. <laughs> I respect that so much. That is so cool. Thank you. You uh, like survived on your own in the wild? Well, there are there are a lot of like rest stops and there are like designated camping spots. How long did that take? It took me like three and a half, four days. Oh, that's so cool. I decided to spend like a whole half day. So it ends on a beach and I was like, great, I'm just gonna relax. I'm gonna dip my like toes in the water and just like enjoy some sun. So dang, I bet you thought a lot about I don't know. I feel like <laughs> if I did that, I would just be thinking about so many things. I wasn't. I think like you start hiking for a bit and you've mm -hmm. like, we call it like hikers high, your legs just start to move on their own accord mm -hmm. and your brain just like everything goes out. You just so observe nice. and enjoy. Dang. And this was like during quarantine kind yeah. of. I also got ready for it. it. Took me like 
quite a few weeks. I don't think like anyone can just like step into it and immediately do it. There's like a mental aspect to it. Definitely. Did you like train or you like bought equipment? Did you do like research or anything? Um, I didn't do much. I like, you no, know, I researched the train and the trail and yeah. like where to sleep. And then it was just a lot of doing other different hikes mm -hmm. because I think it's just like, are your feet prepared for right. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. And where was this trail again? This is in Hong Kong. Okay. Oh um, my gosh, that's so cool. <laughs> what the heck? I've hiked a bunch, so. Oh my I'll gosh. Take you at some point. I'm so down. That's so cool. Um, dang, I feel like okay. So you you spent a lot of time with yourself and your gap year, and you yeah. like grew spiritually and mentally. <laughs> that's really cool. Um, is there anything else that you learned? Let's see. Okay, if not, can we um, move on to the next question? Like. I feel like I just started adulting. Yeah. It's yeah, really yeah. strange. Yeah. Like filed my taxes for the first time, which was oh, really strange. Taxes. <laughs> um, and had to talk to more like real, not real adults, but like adults over the age of like over college age. Yeah, I got you. And I don't know. I feel so old. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I feel so yeah. aged. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. I feel like, I feel like gap year is like, pretty good transition kind of mm -hmm. I don't know because like high school to college you're, you kind of just are like thrown into that like independent stage mm -hmm. um but yeah uh and then okay I have two final questions one question is like do you feel any sort of like solidarity or like unity between you and other gappers like do you think there's some sort of like I don't know understanding like whether it's spoken or unspoken I think so especially with this year yeah I think gapping in the past there was a lot more like planned yeah. gaps mm -hmm. in which you had a set goal or you had a set idea of what it would end up being. And then in the last two years, that's been completely thrown off. Gotcha. Um, yeah. that a lot of people decided gap because they want like a complete college experience. Mm -hmm. And for us, like a lot of us getting quote unquote our gap years getting cut short. So there's a lot of mutual respect. Um, and I feel like gap year people are just really here for each other <laughs> she just turned around with Amanda oh <laughs> that's cute um and then okay yeah I know obviously like you had no control um over like whether you would gap or, or not but like if you had control over that and like if you had known how your freshman year would play out um like would you still have gapped and like opted for a normal freshman year like gapping this year well I would like would you like, if you hadn't gapped, you would have had a normal freshman year, and then uh, your sophomore year would just basically be, like, COVID. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to freshman year. I feel like I probably wouldn't have, but I don't mm -hmm. regret it at all. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there a reason for that? Well, I think if I could go back and do everything from square one and do it in a way that I have like no recollection of what last year was I'd definitely go for college right right um but knowing how last year went mm -hmm. and like the things I learned the people I met no regrets no regrets, no regrets at all no regrets. <laughs> oh yeah I love that I think that's a good answer um and then okay actually I lie this is my final question <laughs> uh, if you have like any advice for people who are maybe like considering taking a gap year or maybe they're in a gap year and they're kind of like I don't know, maybe they're going through that crisis or they don't, they're unsure. Like, do you have any sort of advice for people like that? Of course. I'd say there's a big balance that you have to watch out for. You want to 
have structure to your gap year. You want to make sure that you're intentional and that you've you've set goals, but you want to give yourself enough leeway to experiment. Mm, that's so that's, yeah. Because if you I don't give that. yourself a set schedule for at least half the week, you're going to feel like you're just vegging at home. Yeah, I think it's really easy to slip into that. Yeah, and then if you don't give yourself room to experiment, then I don't know. I feel like the whole point of a gap year is to push yourself outside of your comfort mm-hmm. zone and do something you ordinarily wouldn't mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. So if you stick too much to the book, um, you might not grow and you might not learn as much as you could. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's all about that balance. Um, well, thank you so much for joining thank me. Thank you for having this me. This was really cool. <laughs> I loved interviewing you and I think that was really interesting. Um, and yeah, I would love to have you on future episodes if you'd want of to course. join. Um, but yeah. Uh, I think that's going to wrap up this first segment with Talia. Uh, The next segment, you'll be hearing from Brandon Kim, who's also a gaffer. Um, So I hope you guys enjoyed this segment. Uh, Anything else you want to say? Keep tuning in, guys. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye, Talia. Thank you so much. Hi, guys. I'm currently sitting next to Brandon Kim. um, And Brandon actually lives in the same apartment that Amanda and I live in, but he lives three floors down and um yeah we met last semester mm-hmm. and you also took a gap year so I did take a gap year yeah first question why did you gap oh uh, because <laughs> I wanted to go to Harvard okay yeah so, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, <laughs> oh yeah I, I'm one of the rare rare people who had to take a gap year to go to Harvard so like yeah. Was your was your initial reaction to that like how did you feel? Um, <laughs> so I was I was gonna go to Dartmouth and I was on the Harvard mm-hmm. waitlist and mm-hmm. I I didn't get off until like very late in the summer. Yeah. And so initially I was just like, no, nah, I'm just gonna go to Dartmouth. Okay. I didn't want, yeah, I didn't yeah, want yeah. to take a gap year. But like, um, actually, like after a few weeks. I think, like, I, I wanted to take one. Mm-hmm. So, like, that actually, like, became, like, a draw. Mm-hmm. Why for, did you like, want to take one? Harvard. Um, well, I thought about, like, things that I could do. And then, mm-hmm. so, um, I was talking to my dad, and he said, like, one of the things I could do is just, like, go spend, like, some time in Korea. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that, that actually sounded, like, very appealing to me because mm-hmm. I, I didn't really know, um... <clears throat> when the next time I'd have that opportunity would be like considering Mm -hmm. I'd be pretty busy during college. Right. So then that actually became like more of like a, uh, like a reason why I chose Harvard. Okay, cool. So, okay. I guess that's our way to the next question. So what did you do? I know you spent um, some time in Korea, but that got cut short because of COVID, right? Yeah. So um, I didn't go as like, early as like I could have I guess so I I went in like December Mm -hmm. like beginning of December Mm -hmm. um and like I would have gone earlier except so the program that I did was um it was just like a Korean language program at Mm -hmm. a university that's so cool um so each like um they like do their like like they do it in like quarters so there's like mm-hmm. the fall session like mm-hmm. winter spring mm-hmm. 
but um, it was like kind of late for me to do the fall session just because of like how late I found out that right. I was going to be gapping. Whereas like a lot of people usually plan it in advance. Okay, I see. So for like the first like two or three months, I kind of just like hung out. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was just like back at home. Um, you live in Boston. Yeah. Yeah. And I was doing some like, I don't know. I was doing like a little bit of like multivariable. Ooh. But, like on your own? Um, yeah. But like I ended up taking it again. Okay. When I came to Harvard. Gotcha. So that's what I did for like the first couple months. Mm -hmm. And then, so I went to Korea and I was supposed to stay there for six months, but then because Three of months, COVID. Yeah. Um, mm. I had to come back early, but, um, during the three months, like it was, it was actually super useful. Like I learned a lot more. Yeah. Like, okay. So I, when you went to Korea, how good was your Korean versus like when you left Korea? Uh, I couldn't speak Korean. Probably. And now you're like pretty good. Like I'm, I'm all right. To be honest, like I. That's so cool. Like, that, that makes me want to go to Korea because I want to get better. Yeah. That's so nah, cool. It's, it's like completely different. Um, what do you mean? Like, I don't know, just like learning, like trying to learn language here and like. Actually yeah, being versus immersed being in. like immersed. Yeah. Mm. Um, but then like when I came back, like, I don't know, like it was like COVID, so like I like, <laughs> felt like pretty useless. Oh for, like, no. Six months. <laughs> Okay, so, dang. Wait, okay, back to Korea. So, like, when you were there, um, you were taking a Korean class? Yeah, so, um, it's at, like, it was at, like, Yonsei, mm -hmm. Yonsei University. Okay, yeah. Which yeah. is where, actually, where my dad went. Oh, cool. Undergrad. Nice. <clears throat> um, but, yeah, I was, like, basically just doing that, and then, like, like, I didn't really have any other like mm -hmm. time commitments as yeah, I yeah. like I was trying to look to get like a job mm -hmm. um like for like the like the next like the spring session mm -hmm. um until I ended up just coming back early mm. that's really cool did you like your time in Korea I feel like yeah. that sounds that sounds so fun nah, what the heck no nah, it was it was super fun just because like I like I go with my family like every two years usually. Yeah. But it's just like it's honestly, it's like way better. Yeah, like, it's way better when you're not with your family. I yeah, like like not only like was I not with my parents, but like I didn't have to like stay at like a relative's place. Oh honestly. yeah, where'd you so stay? I was just in like the university dorm. That's so cool. Because there's like a um there's like a dorm for like international students. Oh, okay. So were you um like with other Americans or um there are other like Americans and English speaking people but yeah. there's also like a lot probably like more people from like Japan and China oh cool and there were like American kids mm -hmm. and so okay so then you were kicking off because of COVID and then you're back in Boston and then what did you do for the rest of your gap year you just kind of hung out <laughs> I watched the anime <laughs> <laughs> That's, I watched a lot. Oh, man. my God. The juxtaposition. <laughs> when did you get kicked off? February? March? Um, like, yeah, around, like, February. <laughs> well, that, yeah. that's super and cool. And then for the next few months, is like, Japanese immersion. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, this was actually really funny. I've been asking my guests, like, if they had the gap year crisis. And, like, I was showing uh -huh. Brandon the questions, and he was like, what's a gap year crisis? <laughs> 
so maybe you didn't have one but well, if you had wait, any sort I, of crisis like what did it no, no i i didn't know if there's like like a well-defined oh no it's just gap year no 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 i didn't know this existed until i was talking to some other people but they were like and they yeah. both said they had a gap yeah they're like crisis. i had a they were like there's a oh, point wait, what, did, what did amanda say <laughs> amanda said that she felt behind and also she felt like a lot of fomo like watching her friends go off um and then she kind of felt like her life was very stagnant in comparison to like her friends who were in college whose lives were kind of progressing but i don't know if you felt any really? of that or um, did you ever have any like wow this year like i'm not doing anything with my life or i don't know did you ever did you ever have any thoughts like that um <laughs> not not really i mean that's like, good no that's well, good that's okay well i felt like like i don't think i really had FOMO from watching my friends well, go because you were also in Korea that's what you yeah said. that's true I was also in like on like a campus environment yeah so you were kind of in college ish not really sort of. not not really I mean, not yeah not really but like um I guess like when I was just watching anime oh I, I didn't feel like I was being productive but at the same <laughs> time I was like you know it would, it would kind of suck to be in college right now yeah. Also, it was COVID, so it's not like you could have been doing anything. Yeah. So I was like, like the opportunity cost <laughs> like, was not very high. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, okay. So you were pretty content during your gap year, right? Yeah. I mean, like, obviously, like, it, it sucks. Though. Yeah. But like, like, it was the same for everyone. So. Um, did you ever, like, did you ever make any conscious decisions to, um, I feel like the gap year is all about, I mean, a lot of people during the gap years, they like try new things or they try to like improve themselves or they just, I don't know, they do a lot of self-reflection. I think that segues to the last question, but like, did you, like, what did you learn during your gap year? And then like, what's the impact that you think it had on your life? Um, um I, I think I came in like... <laughs> more ambitious than okay I ended up. <laughs> um i guess no but i i think i still like like benefited like a lot from it um i don't know like if i changed a ton like personality wise i actually like i don't like i don't think i like aged at all that's, during my that's gap year. okay that's good like i came into like freshman year of college feeling like the same person <laughs> as when I graduate high school. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. That's okay. Um no I mean like like well obviously in terms of what I learned like I learned um a lot of Korean in that's three so months. Cool. Yeah that, that's like so way cool. more than I could have here and like but I guess like that kind of like encouraged me a lot because like like before that I kind of thought it would be like learning korean would be like um something that would be like a lot like much more of like a difficult commitment mm -hmm. but like i guess like partially because like um at least i listened to my parents speak around the house so like i could like understand fairly well mm -hmm. before i went to korea which like really helped could you read and um, write like i knew the alphabet but like i wasn't like no, I can. Well, I could. <laughs> I could read and like sound things out, but like I couldn't really write or like speak. Okay, that's me right like, now. Like I couldn't like produce my. 
Yeah, oh, like, so you can like you I can, can understand. Yeah, so I know the alphabet and I can I can read, but I, I don't really I can't speak. I also can't really I can't really I mean I can understand like simple things, but when it when it gets complex, I'm kinda like, huh? Okay. But I really want to learn. I think that's really cool. I well I would say like um I think one thing that really helped for me and like made like the three months I had there much more productive in terms of language learning was like like I went in with the mindset that like I'm like not going to use English. So like I didn't oh, I like cool. avoided making like American friends. Oh, wait, that's and, like, cool. All of my like nice. close friends pretty much like I was friends with one guy who's Canadian, but besides that, mm-hmm. like all of my friends were um either like like all the people I talked to were either like like Korean or like they were like Japanese or Chinese. And, wait, like, but did they speak English? No. So then how did you like make friends when you first got there if you didn't know any Korean? Well, it would be like people in my class, people who are also doing like mm-hmm. the language mm-hmm. program. Mm-hmm. But like if they're like um um cuz like the class that I took was like I I took like the there are like two different programs like one for like people who had like no exposure to like either Korean or, like, another, like, similar language. Mm-hmm. And then there's the one where, like, people either had exposure to, like, Korean or um, were able to speak, like, another, like, similar language, like Chinese mm-hmm. or Japanese. Okay. So basically all the people in my class were, like, Chinese or Japanese or from some other, oh, like, Asian country. That's so And so cool. I would, like, spend all my time with those yeah. people. And, like, we, like, obviously could not communicate with them anywhere near as effectively as yeah. I would have been able to in English. But mm-hmm. like I I think it it's like um like I think it's much harder to like like improve quickly if like yeah. you have the option of like saying something right. like difficult in English rather than trying to like mm. like stretch yourself a bit. Yeah. That's so cool. Are you gonna take Korean in college, or do you want to like study abroad there, go back? Or um, I think it'd be fun to study abroad again, but like, I mean, I don't know if I'm gonna do that or not. But I'm definitely gonna take Korean. Yeah. Um, at Harvard, probably next year, maybe. The reason I didn't this year just was just because I thought, um, like not having the face to face would be like, like more impactful in terms of like language classes yeah that's huge um, than other things so i decided to just like get some of my requirements out of the way this semester Mm -hmm. this year um okay in terms of (laughs) i guess like so i mean practically you learned korean um but do you think there's like any any like life lesson not to get deep but do you think there's any like life lessons that you learned during your gap Um, year slash like if there's i don't know if you have any sort of like advice for people who are considering taking it or if they're on one or yeah just anything that you've learned that you think is important um yeah i would say like well i I have like a few things probably well this is like probably another thing that's um kind of more practical but i guess like i like living in another country alone like i think that really like prepared me mm-hmm. for um mm-hmm. like being like college alone that makes sense yeah. especially like right now it's like living yeah. in an apartment so it's i think adulting. that yeah i think that was beneficial mm-hmm. um 
I guess. In terms of like um, people who are considering taking gap year, I think one thing that like I thought before um, my freshman year, I thought it was going to be like really awkward mm-hmm. being like in Don't classes work. and like being in the same year as people who were like a year younger than me. Okay, yeah. But, yeah. Like, but like, like personally has not felt like awkward or right. like noticeable in any yeah, way. Yeah. Um, partially because I don't think I aged immensely. <laughs> <laughs> but like, um, I'd say like for anyone who's thinking about like, I would say don't let that be like mm-hmm. a factor. Yeah. Um, Besides the like occasional jokes that our yeah. friend group makes about Brandon and Amanda being old. I don't think anyone really cares. (laughs) It doesn't like it. I don't like feel like older, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I guess like, um, in terms of like, like personal lessons, I guess, um, it made me like think that I probably could have just like dived into learning Korean like sooner. Okay. Yeah. Um, like sooner than I did. Yeah. So I, I guess, um, Yeah, I don't know. I think I was, like, waiting for, like, the perfect opportunity, um, which, like, ended up being my gap year. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah. um, like I, I think in general, like, I have a tendency to kind of, like, want to, like, wait for, like, the situation to be, like, mm-hmm. like ideal or perfect before I start doing something. Yeah, that's understandable. But, like, um, I, like, I don't know. I think I kind of learned that, like, just do it. A lot of the times, yeah, I think just it's I it. think it's better to just like jump yeah, in sooner. Yeah. That's that's super cool. Um hmm. do you think obviously I know you didn't have a choice because Harvard told you super late, but like if you had known how freshman year would have played out, like would you st- if you had the choice, would you still have gapped? Um, yeah. Why? Yeah, I, I would have wanted to. I mean, um, I don't know, like if like, I don't know if, like, my parents would have let me, like, choose to gap. Oh, okay, thing. I see. Um, like, obviously, since it was Harvard, they are like, all for it. <laughs> you can only gap from Harvard. <laughs> so, like, I think, yeah, if I was, like, if I told them I want to gap, they'd probably have been, like, eh. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, I mean... Because, like, I mean, if you hadn't gapped, you would have had a normal freshman year. Your sophomore yeah. year just would have been messed up. I don't know, like, which, well, which one's better, but, like, I mean, they both kind nah, of I, I think I, I think I, like, prefer, like, this situation. This situation, yeah. Because, like, um, I don't know. I have, like, a friend who's a sophomore, and, like, like my, listen to him, like, like they didn't have, like, um, like, they didn't have, like, housing day and stuff either. Yeah, that's true. And they also, like, weren't on campus missed like their first year of like being in the houses mm-hmm. like an entire year mm-hmm. basically so like i don't know that seems like it kind of sucks like yeah if like your first year in the houses is like when you're a junior that's... yeah that, that does actually suck yeah um and then final question do you ever feel i asked this to amanda but like do you ever feel any sort of i guess like solidarity or connection to other gappers like, do you guys, do you think there's some sort of, like, underlying, like, understanding of each other? Or do you just kind of acknowledge, like, oh, you're also 20. 
Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's probably the latter. Really? Okay. I mean, well, I mean, like, I... Well, are you in any sort of, like, gap year group me or something? No, I was never in any <laughs> okay. Probably because I, I did it, like, probably because, like, I did it so late. Was okay, yeah, thing. yeah. Mm-hmm. I just kind of, like, like, I kind of just, like, winged the whole thing. Yeah. But, like, I, I guess, like, I have, like, some solidarity, solidarity with Amanda. <laughs> But like when it's you're not, both 20. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's not like, like I wouldn't describe it as like, oh, like we went through like a common, like a shared <laughs> struggle. So like, like, I don't know, like I, like I enjoyed my gap year. Like, yeah, that, that's awesome. Hmm. I mean, I guess, hmm. Okay, actually this is my final question. So, like in terms of um like when when you were in your gap year like during mm-hmm. that um was there was there ever a point where you like wish you were at college or were you just always kind of content uh. like watching anime and that's okay if not i feel like you're the most like <laughs> you're the most like eyes go the flow person i've ever met in my life so oh <laughs> <laughs> um, i mean like in hindsight could i like could i've spent my time better than like watching anime <laughs> probably but like um no, but like, I mean, like, again, like, I think being, like, when I was in Korea, like, I never thought, like, okay, yeah, yeah, I wanted to be doing something else. Yeah, because that, that's pretty cool. Um, and then, like, when I was back home, like, I don't know, I, I just, just thought, well, I thought, like, being in college right now also wouldn't be very great. That makes sense. Like, all my friends were, like, the other thing is, like, like, all my friends were basically, like, freshmen in college, mm-hmm. and all I heard from them was just, like, complaining. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. I know, it didn't seem like I was missing out on a ton. Okay. All right. That's good. I feel like you had a good gap year. Um, yeah. Is there anything else that you want to say about your gap year? Yeah, I don't know. I'd say... <laughs> I mean, like... It was, like... Like, I'm happy I took a gap year. It's also like three months of it completely carried the entire thing. Like, hey, that's so, okay. Yeah. I mean, you. I can't believe you learned Korean in three months. That's so cool. That makes me want to go to Korea. Um, yeah, I'd say another um, last word of advice for yes. people doing like language, like immersion in another country. Mm-hmm. I'd say like another another pro tip mm-hmm. is just like bring some of your friends who also can't speak English <laughs> and then just like go to a bar <laughs> and then get a little get a little tipsy oh you're no. also legal in Korea yeah you really- yeah oh no I'm not I'm not condoning like, <laughs> illegal activity here like don't get me wrong disclaimer this was yeah. in Korea <laughs> yeah okay that's funny are you no, still friends like, with them uh yeah I, I talk to them sometimes mm-hmm. yeah but like you have much less shame yeah that makes sense because you don't i feel like you don't like pick up on i mean obviously you can't understand what they're saying also like you don't really pick up on like the social cues kind of yeah makes sense um okay well 
I think that was interesting. Um, so you basically, yeah, so you basically spent most of it in Korea. And then, I mean, the portion where you were at home was COVID. So um, also, like, I never think of you as like, okay, I feel like um, for Amanda, not that like her gap year is like part of her personality, but like, I do acknowledge that like, she is older than me, kind of. But I feel like for you, Brandon, like, I never like, <laughs> I never think about how you do Okay, that's not a bad, Amanda's looking <laughs> at me, was... she's getting mad. It's not a bad thing. It's I just, not my personality trait. No, it's not her personality trait. It's just that like, I I think about, I think about it a lot. I feel like for Brandon, like, I mean, I don't see you as like, Wait, you weren't like a gap. Does Amanda, like, if you met her, would you think she it's took a gap? It's because I'm more mature. No, that's what I'm saying. I didn't. I didn't. I did not. I didn't mature. That's, that's if anything, I like went back. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I went to a country where the legal age was three years younger. <laughs> I did not mature. As it's okay. Before. It's okay. We all have different experiences. Um, but okay, cool. That was super interesting. Thank you for joining me. Mm-hmm. Um, for this episode. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course. And um, if any of you listening have like questions about gap years and stuff, like I, if you're okay with it, I will link everyone's contacts down below. And Ren can hook you up with some good anime recs. So <laughs> um, yeah, okay, cool. That was the first guest. And uh, next guest will be Tali Lee. Um, and she also has a really cool gap year experience. So yay. Um, anything else you wanna say? Jujutsu Kaisen is pretty good. Okay. <laughs> All right. The last guest that I have is my roommate, Amanda. And she she brings an interesting perspective because she's the only one out of all three of these guests who voluntarily took a gap year. So first question, why did you gap? <laughs> okay. Serious face on. This is only our third time recording this. <laughs> okay. 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 Actually, though. Um so taking a gap year was kind of a hard decision for me, uh, just because senior year I was dealing with um, a lot of stuff, um, some like health issues and everything. And I really, really did not want to gap because it felt like a lot of uncertainty. It felt like a lot of just un- unguided like direction in, in life that I've like never had to deal with before. Um, I didn't want to want to deal with all of that. I just wanted to, you know, follow the path that you're supposed to follow. Um, and I emailed my admissions officer um, before the May 1st decision deadline. And I was just like, hey, like, there's a lot of stuff going on in my life right now. Um, and I'm not sure whether or not I will be fit to go to college the next uh, next year. Um, and we're, I'm still like waiting to see how some things like play out into the summer. And she was super nice, like super helpful and said, you know, yeah, like I totally understand you have to like mid June to decide. And so like for the beginning of May, I think like the way that things were, um, happening, I know I'm being like really vague was, uh, mm-hmm. some like personal stuff. Um, I was just like, okay, like, I think I might be able to do this. Like, I might be able to go, like, whatever. It would just be, like, more difficult, I guess, Mm -hmm. than normal. Um, But uh, it was actually, like, a very specific moment, I remember, that I decided to take a gap year. Um, It was, um, so, Visitas, which is, like, the 
the, the admitted yeah the of. admitted students weekend mm-hmm. at Harvard where like you go you stay with the student like there's a lot of events it's kind of crazy um so I was planning to go on to that um my senior year and we actually had a badminton tournament like on so it was the Saturday morning mm-hmm. of Visitas and you're supposed to get in like Friday or Saturday I was just like okay like I'll just go day late mm-hmm. whatever and like that that was like a crazy weekend because I had like um so like it, it was actually insane like thir- Thursday I went down uh s- like to Southern Illinois for um the state journalism competition mm-hmm. and so I went down for that and then I had to come back early um so we stayed overnight and then I had to come back early, at, like right after I competed um, to go back up to where I'm from like two hours to the badminton tournament. And then right after the badminton tournament, tournament was over, I was going to take a flight to Cambridge to participate in the toss. And it was just like kind of crazy. And I think that's like a good representation of like how my senior year mm-hmm. was going. It's like a lot. I had a lot on my mind, a lot of things to do, and then a lot of, like, personal stuff going on, and mm-hmm. it was the Batman tournament, and it was Saturday, and my flight was, like, at 6 p.m., maybe, and I was, um, let's see, actually, it might have been the Friday, mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't matter, but um, the Batman tournament ended up going a little late because of, like, d- games that just took a longer time, and so it was, like, 4 p.m., Mm -hmm. um and I was and it ended and I like turned to my mom and I was like so like so exhausted after playing like three four matches that day and I turned to my mom and I was just like I can't do this anymore like I just can't like not just like go to visit us but just like keep running around like Mm -hmm. keep giving so much of myself that I didn't even have like in the tank I was like I can't do this I can't do this so I like broke down and I was like I I'm not like I can't take this flight. I can't go. I can't, you know, whatever. And like, that's when I realized that I needed some time. Like I needed a break. I needed some time to like decompress, to process a lot of things, Mm -hmm. to like work on like my health and take care of myself rather than just keep going. And, and that was a moment, like, I think that weekend I emailed my admissions officer. Yeah. I was like, hey, I made a decision. I, I think I'll, mm. I'll take gap year. And they were super, super, like, understanding and mm. kind about it. And yeah. I'm forever grateful for that. Oh, so there was, like, actually a specific moment. I guess it's kind of cool because, like, that moment was kind of representative of all your feelings, like, the culmination of all your feelings and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. So you really just kind of took a gap for personal reasons to, like, kind of take a break slow yeah. down a bit mm-hmm. um so what did you do during your gap year yeah so um <laughs> I feel like I always say like whenever anyone asks me this like I did nothing um mm-hmm. because a lot of people like you probably heard before from like Brandon tell you they like traveled they did a lot of like cool things and stuff and this is like the other side of like taking a gap year that mm-hmm. maybe not a lot of people hear about mm-hmm. um but like I stayed at home and mm-hmm. like I worked I think like my goal for like my gap year was to get myself like ready mm-hmm. in a position to like go to college and like yeah. live away from home and like work on my health and and stuff like that um and so yeah because that was the goal of my gap year I didn't really look into doing like 
quote like cool things mm-hmm. or you know studying abroad or living mm-hmm. abroad or you know whatever because mm-hmm. I just like that was my goal and that was what I wanted to do so I stayed home and I I did like a lot of little things uh which was really fun so I I, I kind of split up between like first and second semester even though I didn't have a semester so like first semester I took some classes at my local community college. So I took mm. a photography class because mm-hmm. I was always interested in that. Um, I took a yoga class because I also wanted to, you know, do something that I always want to do, but, you know, didn't have a time or a way to do that beforehand. Mm-hmm. And then I took a speech class because Ooh. I am bad at public speaking no, and I wanted not. to get That's better. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then during that time also, I assistant coached for my tennis team which I um uh which (coughs) I was on the team Mm -hmm. beforehand I also worked at my tennis club teaching tennis and um like working tournaments Mm -hmm. and working the desk there um so it was like a lot of like small little things um but I really I really enjoyed them and I really found a lot of purpose and especially like coaching yeah uh, my tennis team and then Mm -hmm. second semester um, because like that for the community college classes, that was when they were over. So I was like, Oh, got to find something new. Um, so I worked at my tennis club again. Um, and then I, I interned at a startup downtown Chicago, um, that was, uh, focused on market research, mm-hmm. uh, which I realized I did not really enjoy that much. And luckily it Yay. ended <laughs> when COVID ended. Um, and then I assistant coach for my badminton team. Mm-hmm. Wait, that's cool. I feel like you did a lot of things. I mean, yeah, like you don't have to go to a different country to like have a legit gap year. So yeah. I think that's super cool. I actually like, I like, that's one thing that I really want. Like I, I'm like a big, like, proponent of just I learned like so much on my gap year even like not being mm-hmm. like like someone said to me before like oh I guess because like you're in the same place maybe you're not like learning as much mm-hmm. or you're not growing as much and I I really took offense to that because I felt like that is the time like I look back now and I see that that was like a huge like turning point in my life yeah and a huge like point of growth yeah like there I mean there's there's a lot of things that I like I don't want to go on a tangent if you like want to you know I don't, <laughs> don't want to talk too long yeah um but there were definitely like even like little things you can learn so much about like I one thing that I found like a lot of purpose in was like working the, fr- the front desk at my tennis club yeah um and like just like I noticed like the little human interactions that like mean a lot to people that pe- to people that um that you don't even know very well like because it's a tennis club you have like members and you have people that come in that regularly come in so mm-hmm. you get to know people mm-hmm. um and like just noticing like there was this one guy uh, Mr. Krauss who would always ask for a pen um, to do his crosswords before like he would work out or play tennis or whatever and so you know, a lot of the front desk people would start like just when he st- like saw when they saw him coming in just like put a pen up mm-hmm. on the desk for him to take mm-hmm. and like uh, I'm trying to think or like how some people 
like always want this specific specific time slot mm-hmm. um to book a court um and like already having that ready and already you know just like little connections you have to people mm-hmm. i guess um that like I you know I, I didn't know much about them other than their name yeah and like maybe some like small talk that yeah. we had but um like you know I guess like you like you know like a piece of them like mm-hmm. even if like a very very small piece you know like a little piece of them and that was one of the things that I loved about the job and mm-hmm. I loved about working there mm-hmm. being there yeah I guess that I think that like kind of falls into what I was going to ask you next, but I mean, I'll just combine the last two questions, but I've heard of like the gap year crisis and like, (laughs) I want to know if you had it, like what did that entail? And like, what was that experience like? And then also, um, yeah, like what did you learn during your gap year or like, what's the impact that you think the gap year had on your life? Those are very loaded questions. I also really want to know if, well, two other oh, things. Oh gosh. Also, yeah, try to get this under like 13 minutes. But another thing is like, did you ever feel, I guess this ties into like the crisis thing, but I guess FOMO, like watching your friends, like all go to college and you're still, mm-hmm. you know, at home. Um, and then also like how you, if you had known what freshman year would look, would look like, would you still have gapped? Oh gosh. So okay, let's start with gap year uh, crisis gap year slash crisis. what you learned. Okay, yeah, yeah, because I, I think those two go together yeah, really yeah. well. I so gap year crisis is just like, what am I doing with my life? Like, why am I doing this? Seeing all your friends like go off to college and learn a bunch of new things and meet a right. bunch of new people, and you're like, why? What am I doing? I'm staying at home or you know doing whatever, like just wasting away my life. Uh, <laughs> but oh my, <laughs> not really. Okay, but like Loki, I had that until like the very end. Like, the whole time I saw my friends and it wasn't necessarily, like, oh, like, they're having fun or whatever. Because, like, I knew that would come. But it's, like, I felt so stagnant when yeah, yeah, yeah. they were moving their lives forward. Um, it felt very much like a waiting period. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, the whole the whole time I was kind of, like, super excited to go to college. Like, I was really ready. I hated like, I really hated telling people, like, when people were like, oh, are you in college or are you in high school, or whatever, and having to say, like, oh, I'm taking a gap year, like, mm-hmm. oh, what's that, or, like, oh, interesting, or, you know, like, knowing that they're, like, oh, she's, like, not doing anything <laughs> with her life right now, or whatever, um, but uh, it wasn't until the end until I realized how much the gap year, like, really, like, developed my my view of the world and like and like solidified some values for me that Mm. I realized that that was like super super important for me so like a few things that like really impacted me was just actually like maybe like three things Mm -hmm. like the first thing is like realizing what adult life is like Mm. which was really interesting it's so much more lonely um than being in the education system because you don't have like a specific uh you don't have like a a group of people that you're there that you share common experiences with that you um are like meant to socialize with like work relationships sometimes like I was really lucky with my tennis club because I was with a lot of my tennis coaches that Mm -hmm. were like really close to me but in my internship I realized that you know, these relationships with some of these people are purely professional and they don't want anything else and they don't really want to get to know you better. And they don't, and there's, I mean, that's not like, 
there's nothing wrong about that. They want to separate their professional life and their personal life. Yeah. Um, and I was actually talking about this with like uh, this Harvard grad that I was, happened to be on the plane with um, mm. a while back. But yeah, it, it feels much more lonely. It feels much more, you have to be more intentional about who you spend your time with and in what way you spend your time with these people because it's so easy in college to just be like oh do you want to study or like just hang out with someone after class or you know whatever you're just you're just there to you're there to learn but you're also there to socialize but like in in life it's like well you have to reach out to someone that you want to get to know better and I feel like we're we're experiencing this more with COVID but even more so in like in professional life, it's it's so much more intentional about how you meet people, uh, in what ways you meet people. It's not necessarily it can, but it's not necessarily going to come through your job. Like, like it's just it's just much more lonely, which mm. is okay for some, not necessarily for me. So it made me realize like what kind of environment I want to work in, and. I guess what's really important to me, I realize is just like personal connections and and people and getting to know people pretty well and, and feeling and having a sense of like family wherever I go. Um, so that was really important to me. Uh, another thing was just uh, like shaping like some like worldviews, I guess. Uh, I happen to just read a lot um, mm. over gap year because I didn't have a lot of time so uh I read some like psych books oh that's another thing like it actually like changed like my major also because I came in like thinking I was going to be like pre-med that's crazy maybe a physics major but then I realized like I started reading some like um some like more science heavy books like physics books and stuff and like I was just like I don't find this interesting at all and I found myself wanting to read more books like based in in psych or mm-hmm. in like gov mm-hmm. i guess um dang you had a whole a whole change of heart yeah <laughs> reading actually like tips on just like figuring out like what you want to major in. it's just like find like non-fiction books and like see like what you find most interesting like if you want to read like for yeah. me at least reading non-fiction is less enjoyable than reading fiction so like really figuring out what you enjoy yeah, yeah. in non-fiction like really pointed out to me mm-hmm. why really wanted to learn and that was like psych and mm-hmm. and more like the social science side mm-hmm. um so that and then like reading all those books like really shaped how I, I saw a lot of things and and thought about other people uh specifically too um and then third thing and probably most important thing was um the development of like my faith mm-hmm. so like faith is like super important to me mm-hmm. and um during and like I, I actually would not have been where I am in like my faith if it weren't for my gap year. So like over a gap year um, at the community college, I like reached out to this one group that um, it was a Christian group and I um, just wanted like a Christian community. Um, And so I I reached out to them and there were these two girls in it that were like, hey, yeah, like um, we love for you to join um, and we love for you to like join our Bible study. And so like we did a Bible study and that really just like opened my eyes to um, I guess like how I previously was taking my faith 
uh, which was not super seriously. And even though I thought I was taking it seriously um, mm-hmm. and like what a life like living through your faith looks like and, mm-hmm. and show me like, I wanted, I really wanted to, to make that more important in my life. I wanted to make that more uh, like, I wanted to like make that my life, not necessarily just like an aspect of my life, but make that like I, I feel like I always say this, but like a, a thread that weaves through every aspect of my life rather than just a little part of me that I I compartmentalized and mm-hmm. like let shine during like church or during yeah, you know, like <clears throat> Bible study with people, but like rather like through through everything, like through every aspect of my life. And that that sparked like that want in me that was mm-hmm. developed or in is developing in college, which I, I like, I don't want to like get too like, you know, religious, but like there's, there's times where you like look back and you really see like God's timing. Yeah. And like, I think that is the perfect example of, of seeing God's timing in mm-hmm. my life. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so, um, I guess, like, after all that, and, I mean, this is crazy, but, like, now that our freshman year is almost over um, and, like, considering how freshman year went, um, like, if you had known that it would have been like this, would you still have gapped? Yeah, 100%. Mm -hmm. Like, I think I always, like – I feel like I'm pretty retrospective and I look at how things like played out yeah. and like in terms of like, like a causal model, even like I wouldn't, if I didn't gap, then obviously I wouldn't have been roommates with you. And <laughs> if, and then like on top of that, if it weren't for COVID and everything, I don't think we would have been as close as we are mm-hmm. just because of our different majors or different activities, schedules, schedules, the fact that we both would probably not be in the dorm as much. Yeah. Um, that I wouldn't have met the people uh, that I've met. I wouldn't have uh, found like the community of WCF, which is the Asian American Christian Fellowship, which is like super, like super, it's, it's just such a blessing in my mm-hmm. life that I don't know how, like with without it, like I think, like my faith would be in a really different position in college. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't have, there's just so many things that I wouldn't have had the opportunity to do and I wouldn't be where I am without it. Like, yes, this semester is super hard and I really like, I really want this semester to be over. I want this year to be over. And I do, I, I do get really upset about the things that we're missing and just everything, you know, but I also do recognize that without our situation here, without taking a gap year, mm-hmm. all these blessings in my life would not, would not have been given to me. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I also like, I mean, I feel like the sophomores, are also kind of getting the short end of the stick because, um, mm-hmm. I mean, they're not on campus at all. Like, at least we had that experience. Um, and, like, either way, 
COVID would have affected us. So I think it's very unique for us to be entering college during this time. So I think like the lessons that we learned and the, the experiences we had were very, like if COVID hadn't happened, we wouldn't have, it wouldn't be the same basically. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, hmm. Okay, actually I thought of one final question uh, before we leave, but I think like, hmm. do you feel any sort of solidarity or kind of like connection to other gappers? Oh, oh, that's a good question. I, I feel like, yeah, I, I don't know. That's interesting. Cause like our good friend, Brandon, like also took a gap year and yeah, you heard him on the podcast. You should have already heard his testimony. <laughs> testimony. <laughs> Not a testimony, whatever, the story. Um, but yeah, so like Brandon and I are like super good friends. Um, and we don't really talk about yeah the gap year, like our gap years too much. But I do feel like some kind of solidarity like understanding yeah just some kind, kind of, of understanding i guess like maybe it is just like being older yeah like being the oldest in the group maybe or i don't know like i i actually i don't think like the the age difference makes is like super significant mm-hmm. at all also if that's like i feel like that's a common like question is like right. oh like will I be like weird with you know people that are younger than me or whatever right. but like it's really people are just people yeah and like maturity and age do not correlate 100% so that but I guess like there is like a common there are some like common bonds I guess of just like coming back to school after a year off or just like have having like dealt with more uncertainty Mm -hmm. I guess than than most people have at this age I guess because it's really like dealing with the uncertainty is probably the most scary that is the scariest part of taking a gap year um hmm making like senior citizen jokes yeah I don't know it's not like super prevalent but there is some kind of like understanding I think yeah well I think that's going to conclude this portion <laughs> but thank you for letting me interview you about your gap year why you're welcome um, you're I think so that welcome. was very interesting wow um, thank and you. that will conclude this episode um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I think it'd be really, I, I don't know. I think it's really cool to like have a diversity of guests and like all in one episode. Um, Cause you can really like, as you, I really hope that like, as you guys are listening to it and you just hear like each interview flow into the next, you kind of see, I don't know. I think there's everyone's obviously like everyone's experience is different, but I think there's a lot of similarity. I mean, I haven't, Okay, not to expose myself, but I haven't ex- I haven't actually interviewed the other two people yet because I, I I I record whoa, this podcast in segments. So Amanda's the first one I'm breaking, but anyway, I, I can I just can predict that there will be some similarity, some overlap. So yeah, I think I mean I think this podcast is interesting for people who have gapped, people who are thinking of gapping, or just like anyone who's interested. Because um for me, like I didn't gap 
um, before college, but I'm planning to gap after college before med school. So I think that's like a completely different experience. But and you know what? Three years down the line, if I'm still doing this podcast, I'll do an episode about gapping before med school. But um, yeah, uh, I, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. And um, you know, I, I think season two will probably end um, when semester the second semester ends, and then I'll just like kick off a new season for the summer. So. Season two is almost over, but uh, thank you guys for listening um, and for supporting, and I hope you guys have a good week, and I will see you next Sunday for episode 36. Bye!